Do you want to go down to a 40-hour week without losing revenue? If you're ready to let go of all the extra hours, the stress, the overwhelm, and the clients who hijack your time, consider my signature program, Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind. In it, we'll get your accounting practice under control. We'll fix your pricing problems. I'll show you ways to price so you stop giving away the farm so you bring in more revenue for the work you're already doing. I'll help you disengage the clients who are good people but are holding your business back and slowing you down. I'll help you package up your services and design them so they're easy for your clients to understand and choose from while helping you simplify and standardize what you sell. And we'll focus on making your messaging more interesting and compelling so you attract more of the kinds of clients you want to work with and break out of the hodgepodge of referrals trap. We get your prices up, we get your workload down. We standardize, we simplify, we streamline. And we do this at a pace that feels doable, where you feel confident in every choice you make. Prices up, workload down. Registration is open now. We start Tuesday, May 7th. Come with us. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to find out more. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, and co-founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. Hey ladies, it's the end of the first quarter, and I want to know if you're on track and if you met your first quarter goals. Many of you set goals and many of you don't. So I want to share with you how you benefit from having clear goals, what topics and KPIs you might want to set goals around, setting ranges for some of your goals, what's great about quarterly goals, and I want to address the emotional aspect around goal setting because many of you get tripped up here in a few key ways. And at the end, I'll share with you the number one mistake that I see my own clients making when it comes to setting goals. So lots to cover today. But before I jump in, two episodes that may help you. You may want to go back and listen to episode 17, How to Create Your Strategic Plan in 7 Simple Steps. That episode is a good companion to this one around setting goals. Also, be sure to tune in next week for episode 30, which will be, Is Your Current Thinking Keeping You Stuck? Because I'm going to be talking about how, if you want to reach your goals, you need to start thinking like the person who has already reached your goals, rather than thinking the way that has gotten you to where you are now. So go back to episode 17 after this one, and be sure to listen next week to episode 30. I want to share with you an iTunes review from a listener that just came in. She's also a past client, Marla, who owns Alder Street Studio. It's Missoula's only organic, non-toxic, and chemical-free hair salon. So if you're grossed out by the smell of all those chemicals in hair salons, go see Marla. Anyways, here's her review. Geraldine has helped me grow my business in a direction I never thought possible. She helped me stay focused and pushed me to think outside the box. These episodes keep me inspired. Thank you, Marla, for that. I super appreciate your review. And to you listeners, if you haven't yet left me a review, please do so. I love reviews. I love hearing from you. And the more reviews that this podcast gets, the better it gets ranked by iTunes, which helps other women just like you find it. And the last thing before I get started is that I would love to work with you. I know how hard it is to get your business to grow in the way that you want. And many of you, I can help in a short amount of time. I want to let you know that lightning strategy sessions are going up in price on May 1st. 
In a lightning strategy session, we can find hidden revenue in your business. We can recalibrate your key performance indicators. We can create time in your calendar. We can get your overwhelm, anxiety, and stress levels down, way down. And we can identify and weed out whatever is getting in your way. These are a great way to get business owners refocused. They're going up in price on May 1st. So if you book it by April 30th, you'll save $200. And you can get that process started online on my website, shethinksbigcoaching.com. I would love for you to have a strategic partner help you in planning your next quarter so that you meet and exceed your goals. Okay, so let's dive into this topic of goal setting. First of all is how do you benefit? I want to remind you of all the different ways that you benefit when you set goals because some of you set clear goals and others of you don't. So let's all get on the same page about why this is important for your business. So number one, goals in your business are like the rudder on a sailboat. They help you go in the direction that you want. You catch and harness the energy of the universe in your sails, and your goals point you to where you want to get. If your boat doesn't have a rudder, it just gets blown around in the direction of the wind. It just drifts, right? If your business doesn't have goals, it's just going to float along with whatever whimsy of the month. Lewis Carroll in Alice in Wonderland said, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. And Yogi Berra said, you got to be really careful if you don't know where you're going because you might not get there. So your goals help you track a course to getting where you want to go. It's also in the process of setting goals that you gain clarity of what you need to do to achieve them. And it helps you determine what your priorities are moving forward. They show you where you need to focus your time and where you need to focus your mind. Because it's with your mind that you create your business and your life. So reining in your thoughts and pointing them all in the same direction will enable you to achieve your goals more quickly. Setting goals also helps you identify what's working in your business and what's not working. Think of this like shooting a bow and arrow when you have a sight. When you take your first shot at the target, your arrow might completely miss, right? Like it might not even hit the hay bale. The arrow just launches off somewhere into the forest. And so you're like, okay, that was off, way off to the left. So you adjust your sight and you try again. So the second time you hit the hay bale a little off to the right, you adjust your sight again, you shoot, and now you're on target, but you're on the white paper. You're still not inside the color rings. So you adjust again, and then you get inside the color rings and you keep going this process of shooting for the target, missing, adjusting, repeating until you finally hit the bullseye. One of the mistakes that I see people making is expecting to nail the target on the first attempt. And when they miss, sometimes by a long shot, they throw up their arms in despair and say, this is dumb. This doesn't work. I'm terrible at this. Never mind. Not to worry. Your first shot is often way off. I see this especially in budgeting. The first year that people create a budget for their business, it's usually way, way off. But that's okay. The second year's is much better, and then you refine from there. You have to take that first shot in order to have something to go off of. You've got to establish a baseline. Okay, I want to talk about what topics or KPIs, key performance indicators, you might set goals around. I want all of you to have a revenue goal. In terms of where to focus your time and energy, focus on generating revenue. Because when it comes to revenue, the sky is the limit. I also think it's a good idea to have an expense goal especially if your expenses are out of hand or exorbitant and you know that you're wasting a lot of money that isn't yielding much in the way of results, then it's definitely worth focusing on your expense goal. If you're talking about getting your expenses from, let's just say 20,000 down to 15,000, sure, that's 25% less. But imagine if you put that time and energy instead into how to add 100K to your revenue 
then suddenly saving 5K seems like less of a priority. The thing with expenses is there's a limit to how far you can whittle them down. So don't step over a dollar to save a penny. If you're measuring revenue and you're measuring expenses, you're also going to be measuring your net income, right? Ultimately, this is what matters, right? The bottom line. So yes, have a goal around net income. And while I'm here, one of the things that comes up oftentimes when I ask prospective clients what their income goals are and they give me a number, I ask them, is that revenue, is that net income, or is that take-home pay? Make sure that you are clear when you think about, in air quotes, how much money you want to make, which one of those you're talking about, because they are not one and the same. I definitely want you to have goals around things related to your marketing efforts, like new email subscribers or website visits or Instagram followers, so that you can connect how those relate to the next thing you want to be tracking, which is number of current clients and number of new clients. And I also suggest having goals around visibility, which includes stuff like speaking at conferences, delivering workshops, the number of attendees at those places, or the number of new clients that you get by referral. Depending on the nature of your business, you get to decide what is most important for you to track. Now, I think it's a great idea to set ranges for your goals because it can be really easy to forget when you were setting your goals if you were setting reasonable goals or if you were setting stretch goals when you set them. So I encourage my clients to set good, better, and best goals so they can see where their results fit along the continuum. And they can still have a reason to celebrate even if they didn't hit their best goal. So they can do a huge celebration and a dance party if they blow their best goal out of the water. And they can still also celebrate if they beat their good goal because still they hit the good goal. I want your goals to be a source of excitement and inspiration and learning for you, not a source of stress and discouragement. So having a range helps when you really hit it out of the park and also allows room for being excited when you do work that's really solid and plenty good. Now, here's what I love about quarterly goals. A quarter is a long enough period of time to get big projects done. It's long enough that monthly variation gets smoothed out into averages. It's short enough that you can see the finish line when you start, right? Three months doesn't seem like it's that far away. And it's long enough that you can create real progress and wins, and short enough that you can experience those wins in real time, creating a positive feedback loop that further energizes you. Now I want to talk for a minute about the emotional part of setting goals and some of the emotional traps that we can fall into around goal setting. Some people don't set goals because it's a really great way to never be disappointed in yourself, right? If you don't have a goal, you never have to look at having fallen short and have your inner critic crack open a beer and invite all her friends to a mocking you party. It's an easy way to stay quote unquote safe. The trap here though, is that the real and deep disappointment comes from never having tried, right? Better to have failed than to have never tried at all. So if you find yourself not setting goals, you have a nagging suspicion that it might be because you don't want to be disappointed in yourself, it could be something really important for you to have a look at. And perhaps time to have a little chit chat with that inner critic. Give her a cookie and tell her to go sit in the corner while you create awesome goals for yourself that support you and where you want to go in your life. Another trap I see women falling into is constantly moving the goalposts before celebrating your wins. When you reach your goal, be sure to celebrate yourself. Acknowledge what it took for you to reach your goal. And I want to make a distinction here because some people get caught up in believing that celebrating your wins and acknowledging yourself 
can be prideful or you're going to be too big for your britches or arrogant. So I want to make a distinction here that acknowledging yourself and celebrating your wins is not one and the same as being prideful, too big for your britches or arrogant. Nor should you avoid celebrating because you're scared the other shoe will drop. You can celebrate your wins while being grateful and you can acknowledge yourself and take pride in your work without being prideful. And you can celebrate your wins and handle it if the other shoe does drop. Holding tension while anticipating the dropping of another shoe is a waste of energy and an opportunity to celebrate lost. So no excuses for not celebrating your wins and acknowledging yourself and watch out for moving goalposts. All right, now the number one mistake that I see people making when it comes to goals is simply having too many. And I said something similar back in episode three on the importance of knowing your priorities. Prioritizing everything means prioritizing nothing. And it goes the same with goals. Your goals require focus and you only have so much attention to go around. So be selective with your goals. I recommend four clear goals at the most. Six is way too many and two or three is probably better. You can either travel one inch on 10 things or you can travel 10 inches on one thing. You can't go 10 inches on 10 things. So I want to wrap this part of the conversation up with sharing with you some of my own clients' wins from the first quarter. One of my clients beat her stretch income goal by 10%, and that was her stretch goal. I love that. Another client is up 400% over the same quarter last year. Another one is exactly on track with her income goals. And another one of my clients' first quarter was up 20% over the previous quarter. The rest of my clients don't have their numbers in yet. It's still just April 8th, so some of them don't come around for a few more days. But that is one of the things that happens when you work with me is that we look at your profit and loss every month. Now, none of this happens with magic. What I can tell you in working with these women is that success is coming from clarifying the vision of what they want to create. It comes from laying out a clear plan and it comes from sticking to the plan, even when it's difficult, even when it's emotionally challenging, and even when they really don't want to. Them reaching their goals is not magic. It is not rocket science. And there is no secret sauce that you don't know the formula to. I just gave you the formula, right? Clarify the vision, lay out the plan and stick to the plan and you will get there. I know that you can have these same results. And if you need help, know that I would love to work with you. Remember that you can save $200 on lightning strategy sessions until April 30th. The price goes up on May 1st. If you book it by April 30th, you have 12 months to use it. I also do VIP days and six-month packages for those who want to dive deeper. And the last thing before the outro, if you got something useful from this episode and you know someone who might benefit from hearing it, please share this episode with them. If you're an Apple podcast, you go down to the little three-dot ellipse in the lower right corner of your screen, and there you'll see the upload icon. When you share an episode, your friend wins because they get the help they were needing, and I win because I get another listener. And when you share an episode that's useful, you look good. So when you share an episode, we all win. All right, ladies, that's it for today. I'll be back next week with another great episode that asks, is your current thinking keeping you stuck? So until then, have a great week. If you want to find out more about the She Thinks Big podcast or hear previous episodes, head on over to my website, shethinksbigpodcast.com. And of course, I want to know what you're thinking big about. I hope you'll share in the She Thinks Big Facebook group. I love hearing from listeners because here in my studio, all I hear is crickets and my meowing cats. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please do leave me a raving five-star review. 
You can write to me at Geraldine at SheThinksBigPodcast.com. And if you want to send a tweet, I'm at Geraldine Carter. You've been listening to She Thinks Big. See you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Registration is open now, but it won't be for long. Go to GeraldineCarter.com now to enroll today.